0: Welcome to the Selfish Confidence Podcast, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. My name is Jess, and I'm an entrepreneur with a goal to be as confident in public as I am cuddled up on the couch. So let's take action and build our self-confidence, because when you start believing in yourself, magic happens. This podcast is filled with topics to help you stop playing small and start shining your light, because girl, you deserve better. We'll be chatting through barriers with our mindset, health, and how to start living a life you're obsessed with. Are you with me? Let's do this together. Hello, hello, and welcome to the last episode of 2021 for the Selfish Confidence Podcast. Can you believe it? Because I sure can't. And if you're wondering, I am a little nasally, I am a little stuffed up, but that's not going to stop me from recording the last episode of this year, the 11th episode of this podcast. And when I launched this podcast in October, I had no idea that I would be recording my 11th episode, which I know isn't much, but when I started this, I wasn't actually sure that I'd be able to commit to doing this every single week or that I would have enough content or that I would be able to remember to record each podcast or all the all the excuses that I had I had so many of them and it held me back so often from making this happen I am so grateful that I didn't listen to the voices in my head that told me I couldn't do it because I am loving podcasting. I am loving it so much because I get to be in my element. I am recording this from the floor in my office, in my pajamas, drinking some tea, hanging out with my cats and just loving that I can do this and nobody can see me. You do not know what I look like. And I think that's a big bonus sometimes because the hardest part When it comes to showing up sometimes is making sure and being insecure in in who you are and how you show up and what you look like, and you don't have to do that with podcasting. So that is a huge win. I am so excited that I can sit here, even when I'm sick and even when I'm feeling like crap, that I can record an episode for you. This idea of the different mindset types came to me last night. It popped into my head as I was hopped up on cold medicine going to bed at like eight o'clock at night last night. And I was so tired. I couldn't even grab my phone that I asked Glenn to text me this idea so that I wouldn't forget it. Because for me, if I don't write down the idea as soon as it comes into my head, it's gone. I will never remember it. Anybody else feel that way? Like if you don't write it down or you don't think of it, or you don't put it on your grocery list, you're like not picking it up. That's me. So I had Glenn text it to me last night. And today I was just thinking about the different mindset types that Really hold us back from achieving the goals and the things that we have in our head and the things we want to achieve for next year. And if you have ever read the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, she kind of has this concept about creativity and how it comes to you. And if you don't acknowledge it when it comes in or write it down or like accept the creative idea, it's going to move on to someone else. I was like, I want this idea because I think this is going to be so helpful for you as you move into the new year and you think about all the goals that you have and what you actually want to achieve. And if you are going to do it, What are these things that are holding you back from getting there? And when it comes to your New Year's goals, I'm sure there's a lot of things that are holding you back, that you have a lot of excuses in your head. And sometimes it's more than just your mindset. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's your current situation. There are so many things that can get in the way from where you want to go. But I really want us today on these three mindsets, these three different types of mindsets that that I see people getting this time of year when it comes to their goals. Our dreams seem so real on new year's eve right we think of these big ideas and whether that's a business idea or a health journey or maybe it's a relationship goal whatever it is on new year's eve it seems like we're invincible or so i assume because like i'm never really up at midnight on new year's eve but there's something about the magic of that night and going into a new year where we think of these big ideas and we fantasize about the life that we're going to have in this year and sometimes we forget about the other little pieces that come with it And that's why I think these mindsets kind of get in the way. Maybe on New Year's Eve, we have these big goals and we're just like, yes, everything's attainable and I can totally do this. But for some reason, they kind of fade as we get further and further into the year. And we're still far away from those goals. When December 30th comes... (laughs) And maybe you're listening to this today on December 30th of 2021 when it launches and we feel like a loser because we didn't succeed in what we wanted to do or we didn't even try. And I hate that feeling at the end of the year when you look at everything on your list and all the dreams you had for for the year ahead and you get to the end of the year and you're like, holy crap, where did time go? How did I miss that? Why didn't I show up? Why didn't I do that? If only I had done this. But that's not going to help you and that's not going to push you forward. So let's talk about those mindsets. I'm a big dreamer. Like I've talked about it before on here, I dream big. And I've come up with dozens of business ideas and I start them. Sometimes I even get like the domain handle for for a website. I create websites. I love creating websites. So I'll like sit and spend a couple days creating a website and cl- graphics and all of these different aspects when it comes to the business. But then I like don't take the step forward to actually committing and being consistent with creating it. Like I mean it when I said I've come up with so many different ideas and I action it to a certain extent and then I stop. I often have that like one foot in, one foot out mentality when it comes to these businesses that I have because it's easier. If I fail, well, I didn't really try, right? Coming up with the goal, coming up with the business idea is the easy part. It's following through and actually making it happen. That's the hard part. And I'm sure you've been there before where you've told yourself and you've made these promises to yourself, you made these promises to your family of all the things that you were going to do and the business you were going to create millions with or the weight you were going to lose or the energy you were going to come with. There's so many things that we promise ourselves and then sometimes it goes on the back burner and it we don't follow through on it we break those promises to ourselves and every single time we break a promise to ourselves or to someone else it it desensitizes the impact that we make every single time. Think I'm going to give you like a little Christmas movie reference because Glenn and I, my husband was we were watching, um, jingle all the way over Christmas. And in this movie, there's this little boy and his dad is working a lot, working really hard. And he's never there for the important things or the big things. And every time he makes a promise, he doesn't follow through. So it kind of like comes to this breaking point where his kid's like, you never, you never show up when you say you're going to be there. We tend to do that to ourselves. We get to that breaking point where we have these goals and we set, we set these, you know, things that we want to do in our life and then we forget it or we don't show up. So the next time that we set a goal or we say something, the same thing happens. Our brain's like, eh, you didn't do it last time. I kind of doubt you're going to do it this time. And that voice in our head just like keeps poking at you. You're like, well, even though you want it. Never did it before. Um, And I think that that's kind of one of the hard things too when it comes to setting these goals is that automatically our brain doesn't really believe that we're going to do it because we never did it before. We need to retrain our brain and show up in a way that's different than before because we actually are going to do it this time. Okay. And if you don't believe me, if you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, I have this big goal, Jess, and I really want it. And on New Year's Eve, I'm going to feel invincible and I'm going to tell everyone about it. But then on New Year's Day, I'm going to be like, oh crap. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I'm just not even going to try because I can't handle failing again. So this year on New Year's Eve, when you set your goals or whatever day you are listening to this and you want to think of some new goals that you have before you dive into those big goals, let's talk about the different mindset types that come with them that might be holding you back. The first one I want to talk about is the all or nothing mindset. And that's starting like January 1st. You're going to train for a full Ironman. You're going to go all in. You're going to be like crazy ripped and you're going to have these abs and you're going to be able to crush cans with your fists because you're so freaking strong. And you're like, I can't do it. You're like turning into the Hulk all of a sudden, like in one day, but you've never really worked out in your life. And for some reason you think that this is the smartest way to go about it. I've been there. I, that's actually how I got into health and fitness coaching was because I did that exact thing on New Year's Eve. Someone asked me to run a half marathon with them. And I was like, sure, I've never run a race in my life, but I, I can do a half marathon. That's 21.1 kilometers for anyone who doesn't know. So to go from zero to 21.1, it was not good. I injured myself so many times. I had to go to an osteopath, a physiotherapist, chiropractor. I was like in pain all the time because Your body can't do that, okay? As much as your mind might think that you can do a full Ironman tomorrow, you really can't and it takes some time to build up to that. And I'm not saying you can't do it, but you don't go from like zero to 100 in one day. And I see this mindset all the time, especially this time of year. When people are sick of feeling sick and after the holidays, you just ate so, many, so much candy and you're just like, I don't feel very good, but when the new year comes, I'm going to detox and I'm going to feel amazing and I'm going to you know, go keto and eat nothing but green beans for the whole year and I'm going to look amazing and I'm going to feel amazing because that's what we do. We go hard. Wrong. You don't need to commit to a 75 hard challenge or some crazy diet to have a successful new year or to see results the best plan you can make when it comes to your goals is one that you can consistently commit to and not burn you out. I actually think there's a lot of really great components to the 75 hard challenge. And if you've never heard of it, it's 75 days of consistency, two 45 minute workouts, one has to be outdoors, one gallon of water a day, 10 pages of personal development reading every single day, um, following a very specific diet. So this is a diet of your choice, but being like really strict with it and no alcohol or treats for 75 days. And you take a daily progress photo. All of those things sound really great. All of those pieces are really important in a healthy lifestyle. But to that extreme, sometimes it can push us over the edge. I've actually tried it many times and It burnt me out. It stressed me out when I missed a certain task. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that this is necessarily a bad challenge. Um, I just think it's a really hard challenge. It's the whole point of it, right? It's 75 hard. When the person who created it created it, he was like, I don't think many people are going to do it. Now a lot of people have done it and they've gotten great results and they feel really good and have this mental clarity. But it takes a lot of strength to get to that point because it is a lot of tasks. And if you're someone who doesn't even work out consistently now, why would we tackle two workouts a day and add food and water and reading and all of these different tasks on top of it? It's a big commitment. And when it comes to the all or nothing mindset, we either have to go like all in like crazy 75 hard and take this massive action with a challenge like this, or do nothing at all? Why are those our two options? We go crazy, we burn ourselves out, or we do nothing. Like That doesn't make sense to me. But what if you just picked one thing off of that task list? What if you You know, worked out consistently for 75 days. Just moved your body, not even necessarily worked out. Maybe you hit your step goal or you went for a walk with your dog every day. Or maybe you started to hit your water goal every day. You consistently started drinking water or reading in your book every single day. You set a timer and you did 10 minutes a day. Or what about focusing on your nutrition just for 75 days? Like just clean it up a little bit. Maybe put a few more vegetables on your plate, trying to do it in a more realistic manner. If you pick one thing on that list, And you be so freaking consistent with it. And when it becomes that solid habit that you're just like, I've done this for 75 days. I can't imagine my life not having this kind of movement, this kind of reading in my life every single day. Like once you get to that place where it's like, this is a habit, let's tackle on another goal. Let's add something on. So maybe by the end of the year, you got five solid habits under your belt instead of giving up on 75 hard in the first day or maybe the seventh day. Let's be realistic with yourself because consistency trumps intensity every single time. Once you keep showing up and reminding your mind that you can do it, that you do keep your promises, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, right, we do do this. And the next time you add something on and you, f- you focus on something and you set a new goal, your mind's actually going to believe you. And I think that's pretty freaking cool. You won't be disappointing yourself next December next year at this time, you'll be sitting there and you're like, I did that. You know, I started slow. And even if I put it into perspective of the confidence, the year of confidence challenge, when I first started that, um, back in October, I thought for sure that it wasn't enough. I would do my challenges and I'd check the boxes and I'd be like, okay, this is lame. Like, okay. I drank my gallon of water, whatever it was that I was working on. And it felt like nothing was happening, but over 30 days over the last four months, I've come so far just by showing up for myself and actually doing the things that I said I was going to do, regardless of how big they are. And it feels freaking good to finally tell myself and to remind myself that I'm doing something for myself. It doesn't matter how big or how small. Go all in on something, but don't say it's all or nothing. Like, let's put our heart and soul into the goal that we have, but be realistic on it. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And when you mess up, Because it's inevitable. We're going to mess up. When we mess up, don't say it's over. It's not like you can just be like, oh, it's all or nothing. I messed up, so I'm done for the year. Dust yourself off and keep going. So forget that all or nothing mindset and be kind to your mind and avoid the burnout that happens this time of year by being realistic. The next mindset that I want to talk about today is the wishful mindset. And I've said this a few times on the podcast, and I'll admit it, like I've Become a victim to saying this too when you say, like, I wish I could do that, or you're using your personality traits as an excuse. And I do this sometimes, like, oh, I wish I could be good at games like you, or I wish that I could show up consistently. People will say, I wish I had the confidence like you to show up, or I wish I had the willpower when it comes to sweets. I wish I could run around the block, or play with my kids, or build a business. And then you insert whatever wish you have on your heart, like, I wish blank and we've all said it, when we say I wish, it just means like we want to take the hard part out of it, right? You're just wishing away the hard stuff. It's like that um, that reel that's out there right now and they put the hand over the camera and they're like, can we skip to the good part? And then it's like, JK, that's not how this works. You can't just skip to the good part. You have to put in your reps and you have to work hard and you have to show up because the good part comes by you showing up for your life. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are some things that we can only really wish for there's pieces of our life, there's people in our life, there's different aspects of it that we really can only wish for. Like I wish so-and-so were still here, or I wish I could run when maybe you have an injury. There's so many different things that we can wish for, but think of it as a personality trait, not a physical trait sometimes, that we classify this as a flaw, that we think that we can't get something because maybe we've told our brain so many times we do something and then we don't. So our brain automatically wishes that We could do things when we never show up for our promises. I often see the wishful mindset as an excuse not to try. You're afraid to try. Or maybe you've tried it in the past and you were embarrassed when it didn't work out the way that you thought it would. So it's easier instead of trying to just say you wish you could do it because you're like, oh, I can't actually do it. So I just will say I wish. I wish that I could run a marathon. And the reason I hate this mindset so much is because I truly believe that you can do it. I know you can do it. I know instead of wishing, if you put the effort, instead of wishing into putting the reps in and working really hard and dusting yourself off when you fall and you fail, you will see it too. You'll stop wishing and you'll start showing up for your life. Keep going. Stop wishing away the hard parts of your life. Your wish will come true if you freaking work for it. So stop wishing and start showing up because I know you have it in you to make it happen. It is in you. You can do this. The last mindset I wanted to talk to you about today is the ready mindset. And that's when you're waiting till you're ready to get started. I'll do blank, insert whatever excuse you have, you know, when I'm ready. Ready is a lie. You'll never be ready. Ask any mother if they were ready when they brought their baby home from the hospital. Like, I, don't, I always say that, oh, I'll never be ready for kids. And everybody always tells me, you're never ready. Same thing when it comes to a business. Ask a business owner if they were ready when they opened the doors to their business. Heck no, but they started it anyway. When we finally get past the fact that we're never going to be ready, it throws that excuse out the window and then maybe you'll finally get started. You don't have to have it all figured out just to take one small step forward. You can tackle your dreams through Google, through signing up for a small course, through reading a book, through just taking that one step forward. Ready is a lie. You can do it today. So before you set those big New Year's resolutions that you have, I really want you to think about what you want and how you're going to get there. And it doesn't have to be a full Ironman or a multi-million dollar business, although it can be stop wishing and take one step before you're ready. Like one tiny step by the book, you know, do the course, get a coach, take that one step towards whatever it is that you need. And once you get started, you're going to build that momentum and your brain's going to see what you're doing. And they're like, Oh, right, we do these things. We can do hard things. And you're going to fertilize those dreams with action. And as you go, they'll grow. And before you know it, your dreams will keep growing into a life you've only ever imagined. The thing you keep wishing for, the thing you keep trying so hard for and giving up before you're ready or before you get to that point that you're supposed to actually be taking to. Whatever it is that you really want, you can get there. It's just a matter of throwing these mindsets out the window and doing what's best for you and showing up for the life that you've always wanted. Before I hop off today, I wanted to take a minute and thank you with all my heart for listening to this podcast. You are the reason I keep showing up and recording these episodes. And when it comes to starting a podcast and when it came to starting this business, my brain had all these different mindsets. I'll start a podcast when, and I inserted when I get home. It was still four months after I got home that I finally started it. I will, I wish I could do a podcast, but I don't have enough topics. I said that to myself so many times. And when it comes to these business ideas, I always feel like I have to go all in and so hard. And when I first started this podcast, I'm like, I'm going to make two episodes a week and I'm going to have all the topics. But I actually was realistic with myself and started with one a week. You can take this podcast, for example, on how to manage different areas of your life and manage these different mindsets that we have because I had them all going into it. And here I am recording the 11th episode, and I have a big goal of getting a thousand downloads on this podcast by the end of the year, and I am 40 downloads away, 40 downloads away from hitting that goal. And I wouldn't be here sitting here if I let those mindsets and those demons in my head tell me that I couldn't do it or reminded me that the hard work isn't worth it because it is. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and for being here because without you and without the messages that I get from you and the community that we have, I wouldn't still be here and I wouldn't be showing up the way I am. So to thank you and to celebrate 1,000 downloads on my podcast when it happens in the next couple days, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. So if you have rated the podcast in the past or you want to go on Spotify at Apple and rate the podcast now, send me a screenshot, just like DM, text me, um, the screenshot of the rating. Even if it's a one star, you can still get entered. Um, But send me a message, show me that you rated the podcast, and I'll enter you into the giveaway um, for the 1,000 download giveaway for some Starbucks gift cards and I am just so grateful that you've been a part of it and that you've been here and that you've been celebrating with me. So, thank you. I can't wait to celebrate you and to show you my gratitude through some Starbies cuz who doesn't love a good Starbucks drink right now? I love you and appreciate you so much. Talk to you in the new year. Thank you so much for listening today. If you connected with this episode, it would mean the world if you shared it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the word out. I'm so grateful you're here with me. And don't forget, you are the magic. It's time to shine.